I remember when we interviewed Michael Cuff a while back and he photographed Banksy. So he knows exactly who he is. Right. Off the easel. Today you are here with Sky Becker Yamakawa and Catherine Moore. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Sky. Hi. What are you working on? So I am working on, I'm kind of getting a jump start of future shows. I was really careful with my group show scheduling this year. I'm trying to do very select group shows so I can really focus on working on, well, it's all my own stuff. I hate saying it's like, I'm trying to work on my own stuff. It's all my own stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just trying to work on stuff that's maybe going to go on my website or maybe I'll shop for a solo show down the line or something, but just focusing on doing a series of my own design. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. And I think it's an awesome and amazing and really important as an artist mm-hmm. for people to do that and for you to like to develop your own series and really focus on who and what you are as an artist. Right. And I think it, that it's necessary. I think that's great. Awesome. Right. Especially since the pandemic, it's been group show, group show, group show, which I love doing them. I really enjoyed doing it. I like the diversity and getting new ideas and stuff like that. But I was like, I, I want to do a series of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just have a a cohesive set of something. I have a few ideas I'm working on and I just really need to nail down which one I want to start doing. Trying to not go crazy and go, I'm going to work on each one. It's like, I just want to do one. I just need to focus. That's what I need to do. I'm finding focus and clarity this week. That's that's always fun. It's really hard. I understand because I was doing something very similar at the end of 2023 And just working through the sketches and I had to do Mm -hmm. large sketches and really flesh it out to know, is this the direction I want to go? Is this a viable direction? Will this hold my attention? Will I really be able to show the viewer what's going on in my head? (laughs) Right, exactly. Am I going to burn out after four of these? (laughs) Right, right. Will I be able to give them a window into my universe successfully? Mm-hmm. Is there enough content in there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah. When you say like, I'm working on myself, it sounds like, are you training to do a half marathon? Yeah, or... exactly. I'm working on myself. Yeah. It's like, right. yeah, I'm painting. Yeah. Right. I'm painting. But I also, I want to really focus on online sales this year too. I yeah. feel like, you know, that's Absolutely. like a, like a, a market that I, I've kind of neglected for for a little while because it's like I said it's like group show group show it's like everything is going to galleries and I'm I'm not selling stuff on my own and I really should be so I'm also wanting to do some smaller works that I can turn over really quickly and then just get them up on the website and they would also be a more affordable price point for some people so that might reach a wider Mm -hmm. base of my collectors so that's what I'm hoping for yeah I think that's all great it's you're working on your solo body. exactly exactly that's what I'm doing yeah because it's not like we like you're working on yourself or you're working on personal pieces I, I feel like 
Right. That could be implied. Oh, so they're not for sale, but yeah, no, no. The opposite. <laughs> it's opposite. Yeah. It's like I'm trying to get out there more. So, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. So how about you? What are you working on this week? I am just finishing up my pieces for Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. And I have a few that will be available at the Kepi Cloud Art Gallery mm-hmm. in time. So people can have a week or two to figure out if it's which one is the right one to give to their, to their sweeties. Love yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're sweeties, yeah. whoever that may yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Or themselves. Sometimes it's good to treat yourself. <laughs> that's true. That's right. So yeah, that's what I'm working cool. on. Cool. Awesome. Dodd. Okay, well, we will be right back to talk about artist statements. Kepi Cloud, the premier destination for art lovers and collectors around the globe. Immerse yourself in a curated collection of exquisite masterpieces from talented artists across genres and styles. At KepiCloud, we only work with vetted and trusted artists. Our lower commissions passes collectors' support directly to the artist, allowing them to more fully benefit and thrive. We welcome collectors' questions about pieces and scheduling an online meeting with an artist to discuss a piece subject to availability. Currently, find the Kepi Cloud Art Gallery on bigcartel.com. Find your fine art in the cloud at Kepi Cloud Art. Hello and welcome back. Today we are talking about how to write or what is an artist statement. Okay. My, the bane of my existence. Right. <laughs> well, it's confusing because when I had first started out after graduating, it was the artist statement and the artist bio were interchangeable. I always Hmm, felt mm -hmm. like, and I remember being sort of confused to me, logically, it sounds like an artist statement should be a statement that the artist wants to express about their convictions or what they believe or what they're about. It could be poetry. It could be a few sentences. It was really just a free experimentation of the artist in language. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like an artist bio was a little bit more of, oh, this is when I was born. This is where I went to school. Blah, blah. I show blah, blah. It was a written CV almost. Right. And then they said, well, they're kind of interchangeable. I was like, okay, so they say they're one thing, but they're not. (laughs) Right. School was so long ago. It's it's hard to remember everything we did. I know I had last semester of our senior year, we had portfolio class and a website class setting us up for the business end of the art world, how to deal with contracts and writing your mission statement. And all this. back then we were writing mission statements. Right. I'm like, isn't a mission statement an artist statement? Or I didn't see- A mission statement is really for your business and what you hope to accomplish as your business. So it's not necessarily your artist statement is really about, as we've talked about many times, I think your why, why you create art, what your artwork's about and what message I think you're trying to convey. Whereas a bio is more about you as the artist, who you are born in, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I just got so confused. (laughs) It can be confusing, but to me, there is a delineation, but I don't know if it's a clear delineation. I think there's some crossover. Yeah. And I think that's where it can be a little confusing, especially for folks who've never done it before. Right. The bio, I didn't really have much problem writing, but the artist statement, that's always trickier for me. It is. 
They're both tricky. So we'll explain. We'll give you a definition of what the artist statement is. What is the difference between an artist statement versus a bio? And then basic help on how to write an artist statement. So those are the three things we'll cover in this episode. So one is what is an artist statement? So according to Artsy, I never heard this. It is a three paragraph statement. It has to be three paragraphs. It has to be three paragraphs. No way. No way. Okay. So three paragraphs that begins with a broad overview of their ideas and then gives an explanation of their materials that ends with a description of their personal philosophies. Okay. And there were sites that give your artist statement should not be everything that I thought an artist statement was. I'm like, who are you? Like, what is it? Yeah, I, I don't even want to read it. I didn't want to say it what they were because I was like, I don't know if I agree with this philosophically. I've seen a lot of artist statements that are not three paragraphs. Mine's one. I have one paragraph. That's yeah. what I was taught. It should be three or four sentences. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't need to be that big. Yeah. Another definition was an artist statement should have your what, how, and why. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia says an artist statement is an artist's written description of their work. The brief text, brief, (laughs) is for and in support. The brief three paragraphs. (laughs) And in support of their own work to give the viewer an understanding. I always thought it was the artist's belief. Yeah. So an artist who does nature-derived artwork and gives proceeds of their sales to a charity for endangered animals. Their artist statement would be, I believe in saving the environment and that's why I focus on. Right. That's what I thought it was, but. I always think of artist statement is, this is why I create, this is what I create and the reason why I do it. Yeah, it's your why. I always thought, that's what I always thought. It was your why, your conviction, but. According to Artsy and Wikipedia and other people on the internet, that's not it. <laughs> See, and I don't know if artists are listening. Because <laughs> when I when I wrote my artist statement, I went through a bunch of really good artists, really well-known artists out there to see what they're doing mm-hmm. and how they're handling it. And none of them are doing what they're, <laughs> what Artsy is saying. <laughs> No, like I said, the statement and the bio are sort of one in the same. What is the difference between an artist statement versus an artist bio? And mm-hmm. is it your why? It kind of seems like it's implied by the language that's used for it. Mm-hmm. So it said a bio is a personal statement about you. Your professional artist bio is basically a personal resume paragraph form and is written in third person, which mm-hmm. makes sense. A bio explains who you are as an artist. Your bio Mm -hmm. should include information about you, how you got started, important accomplishments, and anything else you feel is necessary to give people a good look into who you are as an artist. Right. An artist statement is about your practice. And then a CV is an outline of your achievements. Your CV is is basically your resume. It's your resume. The bio is sort of your CV and a paragraph form with maybe a little more information. If you're not going to be like on your CV, I grew up in, or I, but you'll have basic education. Some people have philosophies. At one point, I think people were saying CVs, you should include a hobby. It's like, why? (laughs) Why? Yeah. I have my website pulled up because I'm comparing it as we're talking about it. Okay. So my artist bio is four paragraphs long and my artist statement is one paragraph. But they're, they're very different. They're, I mean, they're very different things. I always felt like the artist statement is 
as it says, the artist's statement. The artist is making a statement about what they want the viewer or the patron or whoever it may be. What do they want them to understand or absorb or hear from them as an artist? It could be poetry. It could be a brief description of a philosophy or their conviction, whatever it is, but it's what is the driving force behind their art. Right. Their statement. They're like, no, it's this three paragraph. So you have to have an intro, your three paragraphs and a conclusion. Like, is this basic, like fifth grade, write an essay or paper deal? Or what are we, (laughs) what are we doing here? (laughs) I'm just going to go with the old adage that in artwork, you're meant to break the rules. Right. There's that, that, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'm an artist and I can do whatever I want. I'm going to do what I want. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think it's good, at least of the basics, however long your artist statement is, it should be separate from your bio. And I think it should convey something more or maybe a little, it doesn't necessarily have to be different. Your bio is where I'm from, about me personally, maybe where you went to school, a little bit about your work and where you've exhibited. Are you represented by someone? Maybe you want to include something where you show where your studio is located, that type of thing. And then artist statement is really about the art practice, what medium you work in or what things inspire you why you create the art you create and what you hope the viewer connects with. So it's like an an expansion of your artist bio. That's how I look at it. I feel like what you just described is what, that's how I was taught what they were. And that's what I've applied from what we learned. But has that changed in today's society? I don't know. According to Maryland Institute of Art, in general, bios are more factual about you as an artist, whereas a statement are more about the ideas, the concepts and techniques behind your artwork. Yeah, I think that's kind of what I was saying. <laughs> you just wonder, when we went to art school, that was when you submitted slides and websites right. <laughs> were this new odd thing. And so has the artist statement and artist bio changed? That's the big question. Next, we are on to basic help on how to write an artist statement. So we have a bunch of bullet points here, starting with how would you describe your art? How are you connected to your art? I almost feel like these are nice for the figuring out your why, but... Right, which should be your artist statement, right? That's what I feel it is implied in the title. (laughs) Right. A brief description of how you create your art should be included in your statement. You could also, in one or two sentences, describe your technique. So now they're getting more technical. What makes your art unique? What message do you want to get across with your art? The why. Mm-hmm. What is your artistic style and what inspires you to create? Another why. Right. Be personal. This can be difficult for some people. Revealing something personal might be the most difficult part of writing your artist statement. At the same time, remember that you do not need to describe everything about your life. Artsy says, introduction to the artist and the work. Materials used in the work explanation of the purpose of the work, the ideas and themes the work explores, symbolism of the work, and influences other artist movements have had on the work or that you feel a part of. Mm -hmm. That's different. Artsy just said this is five basic bullet points where you could literally take those and be, I paint in oils. Mm -hmm. My work is to decorate your whatever. (laughs) Right. I like to do pop culture. I use these symbolisms because I like these movies or whatever. And then I would say if you have the time and the patience, do both and then read them over. 
Right. Read them over. I, I know you and I have talked about it before. I can't remember if we did it on a podcast or outside of the podcast, but I had a, a very good friend that has known me since I was 15 years old. We've been friends since I was 15 and he's an excellent writer. He's just, he's just an amazing writer. He writes a lot of poetry. And I said, I need you to help me <laughs> write this. Like, these are the things I want included. And then because he knows me so well, he helped me to pull the words together that I wanted, at least for my bio. He helped me write my bio. I did my, my artist statement, but I could take some of the things that he said about my work. And I pulled that out of the bio because I thought it was too flourishy for the bio. And then I reworded it and really sunk into how I thought about myself as an artist and put that into my artist statement. And it's always good to have a second pair of eyes on something if you're unsure. What do you think about this? I remember when I was doing graphic design long, 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 long time ago, and they had it in the rule whenever before you would release anything to the public you had to have at least three different sets of eyes. You had to go to right. three different people in the office to read over whatever you did to catch any little typos. Or Right. I think in the future, especially after discussing the artist statement, I feel like there's a need to do another episode about understanding your why part two. Mm -hmm. And there was a second very short video by Simon Sinek that talks about another technique in terms of how to figure out your why that we didn't talk about when we did the first episode. Right. Which is similar to what you did. So we will talk about that in a future episode, which could help. Quick question. Do you, like, this is always my question. It's like, do people read artist bios and artist statements? I won't read both. I mean, if I'm really into an artist. Yeah. I'll read, I'll read both. I know I'll read both. But I'm, no, just... I'm going to choose like well, probably one or the other. Cause I've seen some artists, even artists that we've interviewed that only have one of these, they don't always have both. Yeah. Cause they were interchangeable. That was the going thing when I was learning coming up was they're interchangeable. You need to have one or the other. And a lot of galleries will say, please send us either an artist statement or an artist bio or a bio, right? Not both. They just want something, something spoken. And, and I like the bio concept more because it's just giving you the factual basic information and there might be a why thrown into a bio as well mm -hmm. yeah there yeah. certainly is in some capacity mm -hmm. whereas a statement they get a little cloudy i think it's a little confusing right now that you mentioned it i don't know every gallery i've worked with said send a short bio and it's always the bio I send to the gallery. They always like just a short bio, like two paragraphs. And I'm, so I have to shorten the bio that I already have <laughs> down to fit. Right, exactly. Some of the artists that we have had on are such amazing writers. They're so imaginative and so well-spoken and interesting that I would totally read their artist statement. <laughs> yeah. The first person I thought of was Scott Lisfield. I was just right. like, he's such a good writer. <laughs> Right. I totally would read his bio as artist. Even Crayola has these amazing whimsical stories that he just yeah. makes up on the fly. Yeah. Most of the time for artists, or at least for me and somewhat, is easier to convey something in a painting <laughs> than to actually verbalize it or try to express like, I don't, I paint uh, this, that. Right. See I it. think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think that's very common actually like when I see just from social media and stuff like all the artists I follow when we're 
when they're discussing something, one of the major things I see discussing is why do I have to write? Writers don't have to paint a picture <laughs> when they're putting their stuff on a website. I never thought about the reverse. I understand for people that want to connect with your art that they might not readily get just a photo. They need to know something behind it. So I understand that, but man, it's tough for some people that some people find writing very difficult. Not that they can't do it. It's just more difficult to use words when a picture will suffice. <laughs> it is, but right. It, it is important in terms of collectors and people looking at your work. If you could try to explain some of the, if you have symbolism or, right, people want to connect. And I think people are very conscientious with the whole cancel culture type of thing. And, and I've heard people like say, I don't want to buy a painting for somebody who supports blah, blah, whatever right. it may be. Right. So that they don't want to have that in their home that they're looking at and realize that person was a beep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There's some of that. So yeah, you do have to explain it, but that's like a one piece type of thing. Right. Right. But yeah, it's a tough one. The artist statement. I I'm still going with the artist statement. The artist bio can be intermixed and yeah, I'm, I'm not buying the three paragraph thing. That's yeah, way I was long. like, I'm not, that's, that's, that's a lot. This is very rare, but there's been some rare instances where I've gone to an artist website and their artist statement, I'm scrolling. Yes. And scrolling. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> now, at one point on resume for an artist, you had your, the very beginning where you say like, when you were born, uh, education, and then after education, there was artist statement at which it was supposed to be like a two or three line at the very most, basically just saying, what's your motive with your artwork? Right. And then there was the mediums that you use and all the shows, exhibitions, publications, all the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But no, that's, a, <laughs> yeah. no, no, we don't want to see an essay. Like I said, you got to have the intro, you introduce your three paragraphs, your conclusion. Right. Then the paragraph split. Yeah. And the reason why I was asked who's reading it is because, you know, I think of we are just in such the society we live in now is just like everything's quick. If I can't read it within a minute, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's not bad. I mean, that's a really good yeah. point that our society has become so fast paced and so mm -hmm. visual. Right. And it's not even to the point that you thought a picture was quick. People don't even want to look at pictures. They're like, just show me a five second video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, just, I just, just, just real, just show me a real, just show me a real. TikTok, yeah. whatever. So I can be Crazy. entertained, right? Like, yeah, that could be a whole other episode. <laughs> it's like, how do we deal with the culture? That's just, everything's going to be very fast. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good episode. Okay. Well, Good luck with the artist statement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck, you guys. I don't know if we've been helpful right. at all. Well, I guess <laughs> but, we sort of clarified if if yeah. somebody was fishing. And be, I don't under. Okay. I understand yeah. that. Okay. Okay. We'll be back with art news. <laughs> Hi, Catherine. Hi, Sky. Hi, so tell me, what is Polka Dot Raven? So Polka Dot Raven is a joint venture between myself and my friend Leilani Bustamante. She's also a fabulous artist. We've combined our imaginations to offer original artwork and products with a darkly whimsical flair. Great, and so what type of products do you offer? 
So we offer original paintings using various mediums depending on the project. We have fine art prints, we have wood mounted prints, hand painted pendant jewelry, framed lover's eyes, and much more. Cool. And what is the price range? The price range is generally between $10 and $150. But since we have some original works, they may be upwards of $500. But we do offer products that can be affordable to everyone. And where is Polka Dot Raven? Polka Dot Raven is basically run out of our homes here in the Bay Area in Oakland. We have an online shop that you can visit or you can check us out at one of the art markets we go to where we hawk our wares. We're currently vending at markets in Northern California throughout the year, but are planning to expand further as we grow our product line. Great. So you can find us on our website, which is polkadotraven.com, or you can follow along. We are on Instagram at polkadotraven. Hello and welcome back. Today we have our art news segment. And it wasn't like a super exciting <laughs> uh, year for art news in 2023. Uh, There's no art news anymore. I know. Well, it's just, yeah. I'm sure there was some really exciting and interesting things that happened. It mm-hmm. just seemed like the art rags that publicize it were just going to their safe topics, the same right. stories. There was interesting things that we've already discussed from 2022, uh-huh. but that's old news at this point (laughs) right exactly (laughs) so this one is is this banksy's real name oh yes it's it's the resurfaced interview suggests it could be uh okay so (laughs) anonymity lies at the center of the mythology surrounding the elusive sheet artist banksy but he may have revealed his name in a resurfaced interview huh First recorded in 2003 in the interview was released Tuesday as a bonus episode of the BBC podcast series, The Banksy Story. When former BBC art correspondent Nigel Wrench asked Banksy whether his name was Robert Banks, Hmm. as the independent newspaper had reported at the time, the artist responded, it's Robbie. Right. When I first read that as just simple words, it was, oh, maybe that is his name. Mm Mm-hmm. But Ren shared the archival interview with the podcast host James Peake, a self-confessed super fan of Banksy's work. And after hearing the 10-episode series that had charted the artist's rise, included the unverified record of his voice from a recovered 2005 interview with U.S. National Public Radio NPR. However, all might not be as it seems, as it so often is with Banksy, because a name came out at Peake told CNN Tuesday is it the right name or is it a clever joke? Peek added, alluding to the fact that the name like Robbie Banks could be mm-hmm. a good pun. I, so I didn't put that together. Robbing Banks, Robbie Banks. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So I don't. What do you think? I don't know. I'll, I haven't researched this, but I remember when we interviewed Michael Cuff a while back and he photographed Banksy. So he knows exactly who he is. Right. And he didn't give us any information except to say it, the information's out there. You just have to look for it. He's like, you could do a little bit of time on the internet and it wouldn't even take that long and you can find out exactly who he is. But then there's always that, is it really him? (laughs) Yeah. But you know, that's the thing It's I think if we knew exactly who he was, that question would always come up because that's what he's built in to his persona right? Is that he's so mysterious and no one's going to know who he is. 
And that's the big thing about him. So I think even if there was a video that came out and he sat there and showed his face and everything and said, this is my name and I'm Banksy, I think people would still question it because he's built that into his story. I think people would go, is that really him? Yeah, I don't know. know. It's like people, I think they want the mystery. They want the intrigue. Sure. They don't really want to know. (laughs) Because it's like, even though Michael said that, I haven't even looked. (laughs) Right, right. That went through my head when I read the article about that as well. And then I thought, yeah, but even if his name was Sam Smith, Mm -hmm. I don't know who that is. Like, what does it matter to me? Whatever his name is. But then- Right. The mystery is built into the Banksy brand. Right. I think there will be people that question it. That is that really him? I think the only thing that would make if Banksy revealed who it may be is yes. if Banksy came forward and it was a chick. And then yeah. it would be like, whoa, okay, that's cool. <laughs> and there would be like the bros out there going, right. Ah, no yeah. way. Yeah. No way. Right. No matter what, it's so ingrained into the Banksy story. And the persona that I just think that if it's absolutely confirmed, I just, I think there will be people that won't believe it. (laughs) I agree. But I don't think Robbie Banks is his real name. You don't think so? I don't think so. I mean, it could be Banks, hence Banksy. Yeah. But the Robbie, the robbing Banks, I go by Robbie. I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe he was just being funny and it was like, oh, it's, it's not Robert. It's Robbie. I don't know. I mean, who knows? I don't know. There's don't a few know people in this world that know. <laughs> right. It's not me. I don't know. I understand that. It's like, I don't know if that's him or not. I have no idea. Right. That's part of the mystery, part of the brand, part of the fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Well, yeah. that concludes our episode. Where can we find you online, Catherine? You can find me on my website, which is tncanvas.com, or you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram and threads all at TN Canvas. Great. And I'm at skiesart.com or skiesartshop on Instagram. Please follow and like Off the Easel podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as Banksy once said, there's nothing more dangerous than someone who wants to make the world a better place. Thank you for listening. Stay safe and happy, happy eating. eating.